0: We're going to pick it up from the Ikeda Amri and Daflamit Allah from two lines on the bottom to quickly finish up this Sugya and then we'll start a new parak. So, um, the last thing the Mishnah said three cases. The Mishnah said that if one witness comes forward and says that during the Stira she committed adultery and then another wit- one witness disagreed with him, is they cancel each other out and she drinks. Then the Mishnah said if you have two witnesses that said that she's guilty and one witness says she's not guilty, go with two. If one witness says she's guilty and two witnesses she's not guilty, we'll go with two. See? So that's the first one, is that the one it cancels each other out and then the next two cases are you go with the majority. So the Gemara Akasha, the Kasha is, Ula Shita is, that anytime the Torah accepts the testimony of one, it has the power of two. So when that first witness comes forward and says that she's guilty, it's not really one witness against one witness, it's two witnesses against one witness. So I don't understand. So why, why do they cancel each other out? They shouldn't cancel each other out. The first witness who says that she's guilty is saying it with the power of two witnesses. The second witness who disagrees with him, he's like any other eight So it should be two against one. So Ula changed the gear, sir. Rav Chiyah said, don't change the gear. Sir. So what did we say? So we said yesterday, Rav Chiyah is following the teacher of Nechemia. Nechemia Shita is, any time, the, the whole kasha is based on a premise, is based on an assumption. The assumption is that if one witness is believed, it has the power of two. But says Rav Nechemia... Anytime the Torah accepts the testimony of those that are Apostle Edos, meaning if you have a category that Apostle Aedus is allowed to testify, a woman, a slave, a child, if they're allowed to testify, then the halacha is we just go with numbers. It doesn't matter. It could be one man against two women, two women will win. It could be one man against one man, it's going to cancel each other out. Meaning this whole concept that an eight Echad has the power of two is not so in a category where we accept Puzzle ladies. Now, the only thing is, according to Rav what we just said, is that you go with numbers, so four will beat two, two will beat one, and that's true, regardless of whether they're m- women or men. Meaning, if one man comes forward and says and testifies that she's guilty, and then two women come forward and say no, she's not. Reb what we said is numbers win. So two beats one, even though it's one man against two women, two women will win. Slight change. And some say no the slight change is this um this Ikeda Amri agrees with the premise that anytime there's puzzle this you go with numbers and we don't just say well one eight has the power of two but only change in that in this Ikeda Amri is if, if if the first witness that comes forward is a man then he'll beat even hundred women meaning if you have one woman against two women the two women will beat one woman. If you have one man against two men, the two men will beat one man. If you have one man who comes forward and testifies and then 50 women come forward and disagree, the one man will win. So this is slightly different. It's that you still go by numbers because we accept Puseladus, but only when the Puseladus are the ones testifying, not when a man is testifying against women. So if you have a man that comes forward and then two women disagree with him, the man will win. If you have a woman who goes against two women, a woman who goes against two children, then you go by numbers. Or even if you have two women that come forward, then a man, then it's equal. Then they cancel each other out. But if one man testifies first, then that one man will win. That's a slight. The only slight change is that the first version is you just go by numbers always by by sota by, by this because we accept pasaleidus. and this is, says no you only go by numbers when they're all but when the first guy that testifies is a man then he has the power of two and he'll beat so going back to the Mishnah when it's one against one it's talking about one woman against one woman that's why they can't, cancel each other out if it was one man against one woman that one man would actually win the Gemara says and Rebbe Rebbe explains it out like this you go by numbers and two women will beat one one woman because they're all puzzleus we go by numbers but if you have two women that testifies against one man one man then it's actually 50 50. so it's the same concept that you go by numbers except you only go by numbers when they're all when and not a category of puzzleladeus but a category of and 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 the witnesses are puzzle if the witnesses are kosher edim then the halachas go back to the classic case Now, regardless of how you understand it, this, today's Gemara, yesterday's Gemara, the basic premise of the Mishnah is that you go two beats one, right? The last two cases are the Mishnah is, um, the last two cases is, one says she's guilty, two says she's not guilty, two beats one. Two says she's guilty, one says she's not guilty, two beats one. Well, why do you need, okay, I get it. (laughs) Two beats one, why do you need... Two cases of two beating one. Just say two beats one. So the Gemara just says, Vitarti bipsulie dislumili. What do you need two cases of two people beating one? What's the purpose of this? So the Gemara is mild, the same you might think he has Lina day is Lukumrava Loya's Kamash The reason why you need both cases is to tell you that two beats one bain lahaqal bain lahahmmer. That in these halakhas, two witnesses will be one witness, regardless of whether it's to cause her to drink, not to cause her to drink, la luchumra, it's irrelevant. Okay? So now we are starting. I'm sorry? What is that? Two beats one, two beats one. Correct, but the point is, you needed both cases to say that it's not just two beats one lachomra; it's two beats one lakuva and lachomra. Okay. Now we're now entering the second stage of the Masechta. Uh, we're done really with the Sota stuff. Uh, we're now entering a new part of the Masechta. The last prokim are just random topics: Mushoch, Machama, Eglarufa. They're unrelated to the Masechta. It's mostly a Gattata. It's very very pleasant, and the transition of how we go from Sota to Different is this Mishnah. Now, a Sota has to say Amen, Amen. She has to repeat Amen, Amen, and she has to, and the Kayan has to say the 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 you know the the whole process to her. That is a commandment from the Torah to speak, right? There are very few things. You see, davening is derabona. Kriya ma'az is dera. It's a mitzvah to talk. It's a mitzvah from the Torah to talk. There are certain things in the Torah where there's an obligation to say over concepts. The question is, does it have to be said in Lashon HaKodesh or could it be done in any language? Sota is one of the examples of a something that can be said in any language. We're going to list all the things that are biblical that have to be said. Some in any language can be, can be said in any language. Some have to be said in Lashon HaKodesh. And because we mention this, then we'll talk about other, other things. But, that's what this very long mission is dealing with. Uh, different concepts from the Torah, and can it be said in any language, or does it have to be said as the Torah says that the words of the Torah in Lashon HaKodesh could be translated to English. So, Elun and Marim Lashon. These can be said in any language. Parsha Sota, the Parsha of the Sota, meaning the Sota, the woman can repeat Amen, Amen, and the Kayan can say it to her in any language she understands. It does not have to be done in Lashana Kodesh. Vidoy Meiser, Vidoy Meiser means the, in the fourth and seventh year when you finish uh, the, the Maiser, uh, uh Every year, you give mycerishon, rishon, which goes to a Levi, and then there's an additional maaser. either Maiser ani or maaser sheni eaten in Yerushalayim. And every year it was a different cycle. It was a three year cycle. So at the end of three years, the Torah says the, the, the fourth year, uh, the Torah says you have to declare that you took care of all your maizes from the previous three years. It's called vided maaser. It's barati akodesh min abayis. It's a it's a it's a it's a Parsha from the Torah. That statement that text can be said in any language Krishma, Krishma could can be said in language Tfilah Shmona can be said in any language Birchaz can be said in any language Shavuos Eidus Shavuos Eidus is that if you go over to someone and you say hey uh, do you know anything testimony to help me and he says no and, and you say swear to me that you don't know it and he says I swear I don't know the testimony and he lies he has to bring a carbon. That statement that he said, where he said, "I swear, I don't know any testimony to help you," and he lied, that can be said in any language. It's not davke in lashon for him to say that lashon. That's called shvu's hayedus and shvuas apikadin. Shvuas apikadin is if you go over to someone and you say, "Hey, um, you were supposed to," you, I asked you to, to hold on to something to watch it for me, and then you come back and it's gone. And I say, "What happened?" And you say, well, I don't know what happened. It was an onus. Someone stole it. I say, well, you didn't, you didn't touch it? You didn't use it? You were negligent? He said, no. And he said, swear to me. And he said, I swear I wasn't negligent. That statement can be said in any language. Shuvah <laughs> sabikad, it can be said in any language. Now, ve'elu ne'marim These have to be, now these following things have to be said in lashan ha'kodesh. Dafka in lashan ha'kodesh, the way the Torah says. Mikra bikurim. We know that when a person brings Bikurim to the Beis HaMikdash, he has a whole statement of a Ravi and there's a whole parasha. That has to be said in Losh Hakodesh. Khalitza the chalitza, right, when the woman takes off the shoe, and she spits, that also parsha has to be said in Lashon HaKodesh. Brachos uklalos. Now the Brachos Huklalos when the Jewish people entered, the first day they entered Eretz Yisrael, they went to Har Grizim and Har Evel, and the kehanim and Levim said the parsha of Or HaIsh and Baruch HaIsh, those parashies of or- of Klalos and Brachos, that had to be said in Lashon HaKodesh. I mean, it wasn't really, Nageh, it was Negea that one time, because they, they understood Lashon HaKodesh, but the point is, that was a uniqueness that it had to be said in Lashon HaKodesh, and the relevance is that is the source for other things that have to be said in Lashon HaKodesh Birchas Kohanim the Kayin every uh, has to be said in Lashon HaKodesh they're not allowed to translate into English Birchas Kayin Gadol the Kayin Gadol at the end of Yom Kippur would give a bracha to the people there that had to be said in Lashon HaKodesh Parshas HaMelech HaKel that the Sukkis after Shemitah they would get together and the, and the Melech would, would the Melach would say a whole Parsha that he would lay in, that, that process of of the Melech and all that he would say had to be said in Lashon Hakodesh. Parshas Egl Aruf. Egla Aruf is if you find a dead body between two cities, so you find a dead body outside of the city, so you measure to the closest city, and the zakenim of that city come out and say, We didn't do this. That parshah has to be said in Lashon Hakodesh. Meshuach Mashham melchama Bashash Adabra Laam, and Meshuch Melchama, which is that there was a special Kayan who was anointed just to speak to the people during battle right before they would go to battle, that thing that he said, and all the psukim, that he would say would have to be in Lashen HaKodesh. Now we said one of the things that have to be in Lashen HaKodesh is Mikra Bikurim, the parsha of Bikurim. The question is, what's the source for this? Miku Bikurim Ketzad, what's the source that Bikurim has to be said in Lashon HaKadosh? Because the pastor says, V'anisa v'amarta. It says, V'anisa v'amarta. They answered and they said, Lashon of Anisa v'amarta. Lepnei Hashem Malikecha. And it says, L'aladu Oimer. And it says, regarding... And it says regarding later on, La'alonu Oymer, and it says later on, so it says, V'anisa V'amarta by Bikurim, and it says, V'anisa V'anu V'amarta by Brachus and Klolos, V'anu V'halavi and V'amarta. So it says, Onu and Omru by the Brachus and Klolos by Hargrizim and Har It says, Anisa V'amarta, which is the same Shorish by Bikurim. Lalon V'lashon Akodesh, just like the Hargrizim and Har had to be in Lashon Avkan V'lashon Akodesh. So that's the source. Chalitza also. What's the source that Chalitza has to be done in Lashon Akodesh? Kodesh, Khalitza Ketzad. Same thing. Va'ansa va'amra, it says, Va'ansa va'amra, the showers of Anna and Amra by the woman. Va'lanu oimer, Va'anu alvim va'amra, and it says, Anu and Amru by the hargrizim har eval. Ma'alalan belashan af kodesh, afkan belashan a kodesh. Same thing. Raviuda oimer, he says a different source that Khalitza has done a lashan a kodesh, not from Va'anisa va'amarta, but rather, it says in the Passog, Va'ansa va'amra kocha. She says like this. Kacha implies she has to say as it's found in the Torah. Now the source that Bikurim and Chalitza sorry, the source that Bikurim and Chalitza have to be done on Lush and HaKodesh is Pashtus learned that from <laughs> Hargrizim and Har Evel. What was Hargrizim and Har Evel? It's interesting, the Mishra is telling us what was that, even though it's a parish in the Torah. Well, what is that? So, and in Kate said, what was the process of the Hargrizim and Har Evil? So, Kiv Shavi Shav Yisrael say, so the day the Jewish people entered Eretz Yisrael, Uboel <laughs> Har They went straight to Har Gruizim Shebe Shamron, which is found in the Shamron area of Eretz Yisrael. Shebet Sad Shchem near Shchem. Sheitzol Eloni Mora, which is <laughs> near the city of Eloni Morah. Shenemar. Now, how do I know that Shem is near Elonimora? Because it says Alah Hema Beever Yarden Loemer VeYaver Avram it's Anbekom Shchem Ad Eloni Morah Ma Kan It says Elon Mora by Har Gruizim It says Elon Mora by Avram, which was near Shem. So it's the same city. It's near Shem. Now, so they got. I don't know, it's very interesting. Also, I, 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 isn't our Shechem not near the Shamron? Not at all. Right? It's not near the Shamron at all, right? Isn't Shamron in the north and our Shechem is near, it's it's near Shalim. Near Shalim. So it's interesting. I guess it was, I guess the city's, uh, yeah, I guess it's just interesting. I don't know, it's a different, I guess it's either a different Shechem or, I don't, I don't know, it's a, you have to be like a history buff to try to figure that one out, but. No, I understand that, but, yeah, but it's, uh, it's just, it just means that these either two shechems, it's Pasha says, two shechems, you know. But also, you um, saw throughout most of this, and also in <clears throat> the exactness. Yeah, of yeah, the no, 100%. So the, the Jewish people enter Eretz Yisrael... They go to Har Griesim and Har Evel. So this is what they did: six Shvatim go to Har Griesim, six Shvatim go to Har So you have the two half of Kla Yisrael on one mountain, half of Kla Yisrael on the other. And in the valley between these two mountains, you have the Leviim the Kehanim and the Orin. Hakehanim, So you have the Orin surrounded by the Kehanim, and surrounded by the Kehanim, you have the Leviim. The Chol Yisro Mekhan Mekhan and the rest of Chol are all on the mountaintops. Shnei Mekhoi Yisro Zerkeinam Vashayinam Vashayinam Oynum Mizam the L'Oren, as the Paschus says. So the Levim mekehanim turned to the Mount Grizim. U Paschu BeBrakha. And they say all the Brachas. The Brachas and the Chol are the same. It's just one is blessing you for keeping it, one is cursing you for not keeping it. So they say the Brachas. Baruch HaYishe Sholei Pesel I'll give an example. Blessed is the person who doesn't have an idol. And all of Klali's servants is Amen. Then Hub chupneim har Then they would turn to har evil and say possible. They would say the curse. meaning, Instead of blessed for you not doing avodah zara, cursed is the one who does avodah zara. And they answer Amen. Until they finish the brachos and the klalos, then they take stones and the pasuk says that they are supposed to make a mesbeach in that area. they take the stones after they bring the carbonis on the on the stones. They cover the stones in plaster. The called and they write the Torah in seventy languages on the plaster. By the way, just agav pashtus uh, uh, is a shail in the but pashtus they wrote the Torah. It's two opinions. The Gemara is going to talk about it. either they wrote the Torah, then covered it with plaster, or they wrote, covered the plaster, then wrote the Torah in seventy languages on the plaster, which is, by the way, miraculously you can have all of Torah seventy languages on one stone. But it's not for now. But the Me'arv Hashem of writes. This is his source. There's an Isser There's an Isser of teaching a non-Jew Torah. There's an, you know, the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin that Torah is considered our wife, and teaching a non-Jew Torah is considered like adultery. You're not supposed to teach him Torah. It's brought down in Shulchan Aruch. There's a Shailuk. Many Paiskim, hold that you could teach them the written Torah. The Isser is the oral Torah. This potentially is one of the sources the Marizchius points out because they wrote on the Torah all seventy languages. Potentially for the non Jewish nations to be able to read the Old Testament. So you see that there's no potential Isser. On the other hand, if you hold that it's Aser, what you have to hold is that they wrote the 70 languages, then covered in plaster afterwards. So they wrote it, but it wasn't meant for public consumption. Let's go back there. So, okay then they took the stones from Hargrizim Har the next page then they went to Gilgal and they slept that night in Gilgal okay the Gemara is going to analyze this okay so we said in the Mishnah that the Parsha Vesaita could be said in any language what's the source that the Parsha Saita could be said in any language Minol and how do I know the Parsha Saita could be said in any language it doesn't have to be in Lashon HaKadish because the Pasuk says the Kayin says to the woman and the the simple explanation is any Oimer any Lashon it doesn't say it doesn't say a Lashon that implies Lashon it's Oimer you say to her so any language that you could uh, that you could speak to her any any language she understands now Taner and the Gemara says although the Pasuk only says to tell her that she's going to drink in truth the Kayin would actually explain what caused the sin and the details of the drinking, what will cause her to die and what will not cause her to die. So Taner on this is what the Kain tells her. First of all, again, the Kain can say in any language, but he says the following. Why is she drinking? What is she drinking out of? And What causes her to become us and what doesn't? Meaning, what causes the drinking? because she was warned and secluded because if she wasn't warned and secluded she wouldn't drink what does she drink out of? from an earthenware cup and what causes her to become aser? it was due to immaturity and frivolity and what what type of relations causes her to die, they explain to her, we've had this before, a woman who commits adultery, but she does it either accidentally or against her will, so against her will is rape, or accidentally means she, the lights were off and she thought it was her husband, she's not going to die from that. So the kain would tell her, when you're about to drink, not every action, if, if she was attacked, if she was raped, she's not going to die. And the kain has to tell her this. So why does the Qay, Why is it so important for the Kayin to speak all this out? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want people to think that the waters don't work. Because if she drinks and she survives, and their friends say, well, you didn't live with anybody? She said, well, I did, but I was raped. So they're going to say, oh, you see, I guess the whole thing was just as scary. The whole thing doesn't really work. No, the Kayin verbalizes before. You will only die if this was... Uh, uh, zone. if you committed adultery but if you were attacked you're not going to die and the kind speaks this out because he doesn't want anyone to question the validity and the powers of the Soto Wars okay the mishnah then said another thing that could be said in any language is vidoy which is again the fourth year you say i i took care of all my miser obligations good for me i took care of it so says the gemara minolan how do i know that it could be said in any language it says i got rid of all my obligations it says we just got finished saying sota is any language and it says so for omar via marta a hekish. Connecting Vidoi Meiser to Sota. Violev Amirim is Sota, Shu Omer. Oh, so it says Omer by Sota, it says Vamarta by Meiser, just like Sota is any language, Sota Meiser is any. Let me ask you a question. It says Har and Har Evel, it says Onuva va'amru. That has to be Lashen HaKodesh. So instead of comparing the V'amarta V'demaisa to sota, why not compare it to Hargrizim and Har Instead of comparing it to sota, it's in any language, compare it to Hargrizim and Har It has to be Lashen HaKodesh. The like Gemara says, V'yolev uh, uh, Amlil Rebzit Rabbaya V'leil Amirim why not learn it out from the levim? Ma la alan belashan haKodesh, av kan haKodesh. Just like by har grizman har it had to be lashan haKodesh, and it says veAnisav Avanuva Amru. So, so to over here, it says veAmarta. So, why are you comparing it to and having one halacha compared to har grizman har and have the opposite halacha? The answer is donna amir agreidasa, ma'ri agreidasa. The answer is when it comes to gzeres shavus. When I'm sorry, when it comes to it comes to gzeres shavus, pick the, the exact. To the, close to the same wording over here it says so that's it that's the only Lashon of speaking and it says by sota which is the only Lashon of speaking by the Hargizim it says V-onu, So because it's not it's not exactly similar we'd rather stick with Sota which is closer to Hargizim than to stick with Hargizim HaReval which is V-onu, So we're going to compare it to Sota and it can be in any language and we're not going to compare it to Hargizim and wow. okay why is the baseline that it has to be Why, why it- The baseline is not, actually. I was, that's the point. The, the point of the Sugi is the baseline is not Lashana HaKodesh. <coughs> the only time it's Lashana Kodesh is by Har Grisim and Har Evel, because Har Grisim and Har Evel, as we, the Puzzle is going to give a proof, and any time you could compare something to Har Griezim But the actual point is, everything, the baseline is actually ha, any Lush, because it's V'omar, V'omar El Asota, V'chol Lashan Shu'omar. V'omar just means any language, yeah? Right. Well, no, I'm I'm saying, uh, y- 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 well, but they're the overwhelming majority. Well, also, in in is because also sotah's there. So the whole point of why this paracy is because of sotas. We're not going to start, you know, we're not going to start listing things and then put sotah at the end of it. This sotas, sotas is going to come first. But the baseline actually is generally any language uh, until you have proven otherwise. We'll get to Shema might be a little different. Um, we'll get to that. So. So it's just like this. It said amarta by Vidoy meiser, and it said v'anu v'amru by bikurim. Okay. So the Gemara says an interesting halacha. Tani v'shim by oimer. says oimer adam adam oimer shivchai A person should say his own praise quietly. Ugnusay bikal. But things that are embarrassing for him, he should publicize. Meaning. Vidoy Meiser is Look at me. I took care of all my Meiser obligations. It says Va'amar. Va'amar implies you say it's not so loud. Bikurim, which talks about how Lavan tried to kill Yaakov, which is embarrassing. It's like embarrassing for Klal Yisrael, which the Gemara is going to ask in a second. Why is it embarrassing? Okay, but we consider it embarrassing. It says va'anu va'omru. Va'anu va'omru implies louder, like stronger. So you should praise yourself quietly, but put yourself down publicly, louder, because now a couple issues first of all uh the putting yourself down is being learned out from the fact that lovin tried to kill Yaakov. first of all that's not embarrassing i don't know why it's called embarrassing he's a bad guy it's not like we did anything bad secondly you're not supposed to put yourself down if you publicize your averis it's us so what are you talking about why why are you saying that a jew is supposed to put himself down you're not supposed to publicly embarrass yourself so the gemara asks these cautious You're supposed to say your praise quietly. That's because that's praising yourself. That I took care of all my obligation. It says which does not imply a strong Ram, But you should say your disgrace publicly, loud. Because. Uh, that's from the pasuk of Yikurim. It says which implies a stronger lashon. And the embarrassing part is that Lavan tried to kill Yaakov. So the Gemara says, "Wait a minute! I'm supposed to put myself down publicly, so I should just walk around telling everybody all my down, all my flaws, and all my averes. It's not allowed to do that." That that's not allowed. How come you're supposed to daven shmoneser quietly? How come you're supposed to Davin shmoneser quietly? So what's the Indian of daven shmoneser quietly, which a lot of people are not careful with? You should have them quietly, quietly, quietly. By the way, you should not pika You're not even supposed to say it loud enough for yourself to hear. Now we Paskin, You're supposed to say it loud enough for yourself to hear, but not loud enough for anybody else to hear. So why are you supposed to? Why is it so important to daven shmoneser quietly? It's Kidei yeshaloi Levi, She's sorry for avera. shmoneser is saying salach lanu. You're supposed to be talking about your your mistakes and your flaws and ask for forgiveness. And it's embarrassing to say that publicly, to say that out loud. So, so you're telling me Vanu Anu is supposed to be all loud, you're not supposed to embarrass yourself publicly. How do I know you're not supposed to embarrass yourself publicly? So But where did the Chazal get it from? In the Bais HaMikdash, they would have different places to shech different karbonos. The oila and the chattas were shechted in the same spot. Why? Because the oila was brought like a tzaddik who's donating a carbon. The chattas is a sin offering. And the Bais people didn't want everyone to know which carbon you're bringing so they just see you bringing your carbon to the spot where it's going to be shechted they don't know whether it's a chatas or an oil it's to it's, it's to protect you from being embarrassed so you're telling me that you're supposed to say all your flaws publicly that's not true at all so the gemariah says no 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 the gemariah says e no 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 don't embarrass yourself publicly first of all so love and trying to kill young is not embarrassing you're supposed to publicize your pain because that way you're hoping other Jews will have Rachmanis and Daven for you. So if someone's sick, you're supposed to publicize it because you're hoping that people should have Rachmanis or if you need help. Yeah, I know that's why people stop doing that, but they, they, that was a simple thing. Because Tanya unless oh, unless it's really bad, the, how do I know that you're supposed to publicize not your mis, not your flaws, but your tsar? By the way, so you, love and killing Yaakov is not embarrassing, but it's painful that we're we're persecuted. <speaking in Hebrew> you should mention your tsar to other Jews. <speaking in Hebrew> so that they should for you. <speaking in Hebrew> and anytime you're going through anything difficult, you should publicize it. By the way, the reason why illness is people didn't want to publicize even the Gemara says that Abaya didn't want to publicize it the first day, is because he didn't want to give it like Koyach, he was hoping that it was like, a, not a big deal, not a big deal, but the Gemara says that once Abaya realized that he was actually ill, then he would publicize it and say, nu daven for me. That that's uh, that's the concept but uh... is Joshim. Arami is not referenced to Lavan, Arami is referenced to Yaakov and Abba because they were caught because they were for Aram and Yaakov Spent time there, and our Rami Avi was that Yaakov himself was an Eved too. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's not the, definitely not the Pashut Shah. The Pashus is, and uh, he tried to kill him. I'm saying that uh, he says that he was try to destroy it. Interesting. Okay, so the Gemara says. Well, the Gemara is obviously assuming that it was loving. Hence, it's not a real embarrassment. It's a Tsar. It's not a Ganous. Um, now. Yeah, love and arami. Now, okay, so now, we said before that you're not supposed to publicize your pain, you're not supposed to publicize your flaws, that's why we daven said quietly, and that's also why the chatas and oyla were shechted in the same spot. Chatas and oyla were shechted in the same spot, so as to not embarrass the people that were bringing a Carbun, you don't know if they're bringing a Chah to Sir Naila. So the Gemara says, wait a minute, it doesn't really help. G'v'am, Rav Yechem Shem Ben Mima Atiknu, Tzvil said quietly, Sh'loi Levay Yishis, Oiv Rehavei Rotenai, someone who's doing a sin, says, Salach people won't hear, and how do I know the Chahedot Chazal, know that you're not supposed to, Im- publicize your your flaws because there is no place in the base Hamikdash, the place where they would check the chatas, and the place they would check the oil was in the same spot the answer is so basically so it sounds like from this gemara there was no way to know whether it was a chatas or an oil that's not true when they would sprinkle it on the mezbeach the hatas was sprinkled on top of the Mizbeach and the oil on the bottom. So, what are you talking about? So, what does it help? So, the answer is the answer is no one's embarrassed of the doctor you could tell the doctor they just don't want everyone else to know the Kayan had to know what carbon it was because he has to know what he's shechting so in the place of sprinkling the blood which is only really visible by the Kehanim there yes the Kayan knew this is a chatas that's an oil chatos on up. but the Shechita which was to the full view of the Ezzes Yisrael and Ezzes Nashim that we wanted to have Rachmanis and to save the people so for that so the people when they're walking they would bring the carbon they would know it would at least go to the same area as the oil so you wouldn't be able to tell Of course, the Kayan Oh, you know. The kind's like the doctor. No one minds the doctor knowing the private stuff. You just don't want everyone in the waiting room to know the private stuff. So the Gemara says, "Wait a minute." Doesn't really help because you bring them to the same spot to shecht. The chattes is a zacher. Uh, the is a an oil and a zacher. One's male, one's female. So you could basically tell based on the anatomy of the animal. Yes, they're both might be sheep, but one's male, one's female. So isn't that in a pretty clear way for everyone to know, publicize, that you're bringing a chatas? The answer is hasam mich sabalia. The answer is it's covered by the tail. The tail covers, you can't really tell whether it's male or female, unless you really look very close. So because it has a tail, you can't really tell. So they just see you walking through. They might quickly scan with the tail. They can't tell whether it's male or female. And therefore, they're going to think, oh, that must be a male and it must be an oila. And then you bring it to the area of the oila. So that's how you get out of it. So the Gemara says, wait a minute. Tenoch kisba, se'ir It could be brought of a kisba or It could be a, a a goat or a sheep. If it's a, a, a sawyer... A goat, it doesn't have a tail. So you could tell right away. So a uh, chatas can either be brought of a, 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 a kispa or a sirah. Yes, if you brought a kispa, there's no way to tell. But if you brought a sira, then then it's pretty clear that one's uh, male and one's female. And it's clear, clear that you're bringing a female. So what's, uh, so what's going on over here? So how, the whole point is to save the guy from embarrassment, but if he brings a seira, then it's pretty clear that he's bringing a female and it's not a male, and then everyone knows it's a chatas. So you know what the answer is? He shouldn't have brought a kispa. He, he should have brought a kispa. Meaning, he could bring a kesev or a, Se- a sawyer. If he brings a kesev, then, a, a Kavis, then he'll, he'll be, he'll, he won't be embarrassed because it has a tail. What if he brings a sar? See, he's clearly willing to embarrass himself. Listen, we're going to go We'll go a little bit to save the guy, but if he wants to bring an animal that doesn't have a tail for everyone to know that he's bringing a khatas, it's not my problem. We're going to give him an out. We're going to give him a way to bring an animal that has a tail so that no one will know whether it's a khatas or an oila. He chooses to bring an animal without a tail for everyone to know that it's a female to know it's a khatas. That's his problem. The answer is um, <laughs> He's embarrassing himself. He should have brought a kevis. Every chatas could be brought of a sar could be brought of a The problem is there's one chatas that has to be brought as a sire, and that's the chatas of Avodah zara There's no choice, and that clearly doesn't have a tail, that'll clearly be visible that it's a female, and everyone knows it's a chatas. So the Gemara says what about a chatas of an avodah zara yeah. that it has to be that it has to be a sawyer then it's going to be embarrassing the answer is good the answer is <laughs> he, answers, he did avodah zara he needs all the kapara he needs and let him be embarrassed you're right normally a chatas are not going to embarrass the guy avodah zara chatas yeah you talk embarrassed that's what you need good for the guy to be embarrassed because that's part of the kapara wait so the a minute well, the, well we do the ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. It's actually it's, it's, it's Oh, the, the middle part, yeah, it's interesting. But the actual most of Al Khait, that's why it's interesting, if you ever notice, the Al you go quiet. The Al definitely go quiet, but it's interesting. The, the, they sing the middle parts, that's interesting. I don't know it's an interesting yeah, thing uh, it's stop. interesting listen I yeah, listen it's an interesting thing the but the actual the Iker kapara, the al the 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 more private sins is done uh, is done publicly it's interesting there's, there's yeah there I don't places, know are, it is it's it's said out loud. loud interesting maybe they don't sin there yeah. maybe, the, maybe they maybe they don't maybe so they start. don't sin there so well, one, just, <laughs> um, the maybe they're, by, maybe they're perfect yeah Maybe someone else who was bringing a carbon could see what was going on. But, but the jet, I don't think they let people yeah. walk around. And no, 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 see who was no, no, those, no, uh, not at all. Right. So this last Gemara, this we had in Brachis, this we had in Brachis... Um, uh, I'll tell you, whatever, we're, it's the third parak, I think there's also the third parak. So, yeah, so the Gemara says like this, Shema could be said in any language. Menol, and how do I know Shema could be said in any language? Dixiv shema Yisrael. Shema means understand. <laughs> By the way, this Gemara we're going to have is a what, what the word Shema means. So right now we're saying Shema means understand. and <laughs> Meaning any, any language that you understand. The problem is, Tan Rabbonon, this concept that Shema can be said in any language is a Machlegas Tanoim. Kriya Shema Kichsova Rebbe. Rebbe says Kriya has to be said in Loshan Hakodesh. The Chachomim say B'chol The Chachomim are the authors of our Mishnah. So it's a Machlegas Tanoim whether Shema can be said in any language or Davkin Loshan HaKoydash. My time at the Rebbe, what's Rebbe's reasoning that it has to be said in Loshan Hakodesh? Or um, Makro vahoyu. vahoyu means as is. You have to say Shema as is, as they are found in the Torah. Rabbonon, their source is Shema, Shema means understand. For Rabbonon, what did the Rabbonon do with Vahayu, which implies as is, which implies Lashon HaKodesh? <laughs> HaHu, that means that you can't read Shema out of order. It has to be in the order of the Torah. You can't read the paragraph pasuk out of place. It has to be Vahu as is, not the language of the Torah, but in the order of the Torah. How do Rabbi know that it can't be written out of order? From the extra Now the rabbonim hadvarim hadvarim. Why should the Rabbinim don't darshin Rabbi Nami Shema. What does Rabbi do with Shema, which the Rabbanan translate as understand, which means it could be any language you understand. What does Rabbi do with that? Because he says it has to be Lashon HaKodesh. The answer is... He translates Shema not as understand, but rather listen. And it has to be that you say it loud enough... For yourself to hear, which, by the way, this is why the Mishavur brings down. It's always a good idea to say Shema in Lashon Hakoydesh, because if you say it, in Lashon Hakoydesh, you even if you don't understand it. But if you say it in another language, it has to be translated properly. And how do you translate it properly when the Tanoim themselves can't get down to whether Shema means understand or listen? It's a machlekes Tanoim. Anyway, for Savrilo, the Rabbanan there the Rabbanan who use Shema to understand, they don't use it to listen. How do they know that it could be? What do they uh, What do they hold about this? Because Rebbe says that Shema. Teaches you that you have to say it loud enough for you to hear. They're about to disagree. They say you don't have to say it loud enough for you to hear. Now we'll end with this. We'll get to the 2000, a very famous Gemara. The question is like this What is the baseline? Uh, Shimi asked this before what is the baseline for a, a thing in the Torah when you start off does everything have to be in Lashon HaKadosh until told otherwise or does something Okay, does it start off everything is in any language until you're told Lashon HaKadosh so the Gemara says well think about it you have a tanoim whether Shema can be said in any language or dafkin Lashon HaKadosh the Gemara says let's, let's deduce from Rebbe's let's deduce from Rebbe's opinion that the this star- the the this the, uh, the baseline of the Torah is any language until told otherwise. Why? Rebbe has a source in the Torah that has to be Lashon Hakodesh from Vahayu. That implies that you need a pasuk. If there was no pasuk, I would go to the baseline, which is any language. So you could deduce from Rebbe that everything in the Torah, the baseline is any language. Because if the baseline is Lashon Hakodesh, I don't need a source that is Lashon Hakodesh. I just have baseline. Why does Rebbe need a special pasuk? bahayu to tell you lush and it's because it must be the baseline is in any language until told otherwise and bahayu is telling you otherwise moros says no the answer is no. Really, it could be the baseline is lashon hakodesh. So why does Rebbe need a source for lashon hakodesh if that's the baseline? Because the Rabbanan disagree. The Rabbanan understand Shema mean to be any language. So therefore, Rebbe has a special pasuk to say no. Stick with the baseline. So it could be the baseline really is lashon hakodesh. So what do you need a pasuk for if the baseline is lashon hakodesh? Stick with the baseline. What do you vahayu? The answer is because the Rabbanan disagree. They say it's any language. So Rebbe says baseline is lashon The Rabbanan darish in any language. Bahayu says no don't listen to them it's back to the baseline which is Lashon HaKadosh the Gemara says the same thing for the Rabbanan the Rabbanan have a Pasuk to say any language so the Gemara says let's deduce from the rabbanon that the baseline is Lashon HaKadosh until told otherwise why? because if the baseline is any language Shema why do they need a Pasuk? Right? the rabbanon have a special Pasuk it could be in any language if that's the baseline what do you need a Pasuk for? So the answer is it's same answer it could be the baseline is any language. So why would they need a puzzle to tell you any language if that's the baseline? The answer is because Rebbe holds Lashon HaKadosh. So really starts off baseline is any language. But Rebbe is saying Lashon HaKadosh, Shema is saying no, no, don't listen to Rebbe, go back to the baseline. So it's zero indication as to what the baseline is based on this Machlegis. It's just a Machlegis as to what language Shema is said in. I'll stop here.